I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, hey, hey! What is up, peeps? Welcome to another session of Gap Sell. Keenan, you know how it works. Is a real live salesperson, and if they can find a problem that I have, I'll buy it. But they got to be subject themselves to some Gap Sales critique and Gap Selling critiquing if they can't get it right. So, we have our next contestant. I don't even know if I should call that a contestant, player, sucker, sales, <laughs> genius, I don't sales, hope to be badass, whatever it takes. But we have Joshua Lee. Joshua, brother, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks a lot, Keenan. Very excited for this. Yeah, me too, dog, actually. Yeah, me it's too. a little bit of a validation, you know, reading everything that you wrote and just following you over the last year and a half. You know, I think I'm ready. So, oh, good. I hope you're ready. <laughs> I hope you're ready. All right, baby. The floor is yours. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, um, you know, I've been watching all of the uh, sessions up until this point. So, uh, I'm going to try to do my best not to assume a lot of things that I learned from those sessions. Uh, so, I might ask you a few repeat questions just to make Perfectly sure. Okay. I'd actually prefer. Right. Great. Great. Uh, and so, really, what I really wanted to start and learn more about a sales guy is. Uh, you said you were a lot on inbound marketing. Could you explain a little bit more about your inbound marketing, how these leads are coming in, where you're funneling them to, et cetera? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So um, so we do a couple of things. So one, we have HubSpot, and we have about, ooh, shame on me, 20, 25 pieces of content that mm. falls in three different categories, resources, mm. so everything from spreadsheets and tools that help people manage the day-to-day -day job as a sales enabling person or sales leader. Then we have eBooks. And why am I forgetting on the other one? One other down, shame on me. One other download piece of content. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, so obviously when people download those, it comes in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then um, we have the website and we have a landing page when people are interested in um, either any of our, our uh, offerings. So speaking, um, uh, God, it's Monday morning, speaking, training, consulting, or recruiting. Now yeah. we drive people to those primarily through our social media content. Obviously this creates all kinds of interest. My videos create interest. Um, mm -hmm. The blog posts, we blog regularly. So all the content we create creates interesting. Of course, the book, I can't believe I don't have a copyright. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. Yeah, the book, there it is. <laughs> right? The book creates all kinds of interest and gets mm -hmm. people reaching in. So a lot, a lot of organic inbound. And then we also do SEO and paid advertising on Facebook and Google. Okay, very cool. Very cool. So um, yeah, I'm familiar with HubSpot, that content. You know, you, do you guys do a system where leads are bumped in terms of score? Like, how does that work? That's a that great question. That's a great question. Right now, we're not. Um, when I was doing this by myself, I started a scoring system. It just got a little convoluted, and I didn't really feel it was working. Um, mm -hmm. So I abandoned it. And now we just basically, if it's a downloadable piece of content, we put them into a nurturing campaign and mm -hmm. nurture them. 
um, and we send it to sales to stay on top of it. If it's an actual downloadable format where they say, hey, we want information on, then obviously that goes right to Rachel and she calls right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's roughly how we do it. It does score, but I, I'm not too bullish on how we've done the scoring. Probably need to get back to and address it. Got it, got it. And Rachel's your director of sales. Okay. Yes, yes. Cool, cool. okay, okay. Um, in that case, we, you know, when these leads are coming in- James McKenzie, coming... who the fuck is Jim? I don't know no Jim, McKenzie. I don't know no Jim. Sorry, keep going, brother. <laughs> no, you're good. So when these uh, when these leads come in through these marketing channels, right? You, you mentioned um, HubSpot with the emails and the website and the blog posts, the content being downloaded, social media, obviously. Uh, sales gap sell Keenan, right? This session probably generates some leads for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you? How are they qualified? Are they just coming in as generally MQL? You have a ranking system. Like, tell me how. As, no, as a sales like guy on your team. Yeah, we yeah. so we don't really. So if they if mm-hmm. oh they also come in through LinkedIn. So we really don't. They come in through HubSpot. Like I said, we did create some sort of ranking and scoring system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I don't I know that we don't pay much attention to it. It needs an overhaul. Um, as far as the other leads, when they come in via um, LinkedIn Messenger or they come in through the particular landing pages. We treat them all the same. So the landing page says for more information about right. speaking for me. So we pretty much assume they're two thirds of the way done with the buying process, right? right? So they're saying, look, we're buying. We want to talk to you about it. So that goes straight to Rachel. She calls right away and, and close a good portion of those. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Um, yeah. You know, and I know you mentioned in previous sessions, you were thinking of doing a gap sell gap marketing book or, or or a little bit on that i would love to hear more because i know part of the secret sauce that you deal with is you know a lot of the marketing already get them through the door with the problem in mind yes right? so yes you have your pick ready they get on the phone you go one two three do any of these hit yes no if so you know you start solving the problem which is you great get it, baby you get it yeah 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 which is great we operate similarly here uh, at our company so um it's kind of interesting just when i learned about you how you do things uh, I, I was different from the other sales guys, so it never made sense to me until I read your book. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so marketing comes in, brings leads in. You guys kind of just handle it generally. Would you say in terms of quality and quantity, the leads are, you know, how, how many are you getting? Is it a lot, too much, too Oof. little? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. And now you made me realize I need to get a report that sends me those. <laughs> That'd be good. That yeah, be I'm good. on the out right now. So I know yeah. I know that Brady and Rachel, I'm sure they know exactly how many, but I haven't <laughs> been paying attention. I'm, I'm I'm the sales like guy. So I sit in on Monday meetings and I'm like, you're gonna make a number, right? And I go <laughs> through her commit and I quiz her on the deals. What problem are they trying to solve? You know, what's the impact? You know, mm-hmm. define it, what's the gap? But on right. the on the lead inbound lead, that's a great point. No, I don't get a report, and so I have no idea. So let's just generalize some numbers then. I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to do 33%, 33%, 33%, but you know, being the lump sum 100% of your leads coming in, you currently have email, you know, drip campaigns, nurturing, you have your website, that's, you know, most of your SEM, online search, stuff like that is feeding into, and then you have social media. If you were to break down those three categories on just a rough estimation, how many percentage would you say that breaks down? Um, if I had to guess, I'm going to say, all right, let's separate them. Let's do MQL versus Mm -hmm. SQL. Okay. Okay. 
So from an SQL perspective, I would say 50 or 60% or more come in from, you know, LinkedIn and the, um, the landing pages that, spe that specifically say, we want information on consulting. We want to talk to somebody on training, right? So mm -hmm. I'd say 50, 60%. I would say then the remaining come in through SEO or um, uh, other stuff like that. And then MQL, 90% come in through the landing pages. 90 pages. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Come in through the con downloadable content. Okay. And from I'm just just judging from what you've kind of said on previous sessions. This sounds like you guys have a, a plenty of leads, right? You guys have plenty of leads that you deal with. Your reps, uh, you know, I, I believe you said in a previous session, your reps deal with about 90% inbound and only get to about 10% outbound. Correct. Yep. So it sounds like they're busy enough, and you know, you're trying to recruit you know, two sales guys that's been touched on many times. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I know you're, you're, you're in terms of the, the channels and marketing, you're really focused on emails, search and, and social media, but, but what about texting? You know, why, why not texting? Is this something that, um, was it Rachel or I forget yeah. her name? Is uh, Reggie? Is this something that Reggie hasn't no, really? It was Rachel. You're right the first time. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many um, mobile phones she has, mobile phone numbers she has. I don't know how much access she, she has to mobile phones of the people that she reaches out to. I don't know if the numbers, if that anybody gives our mobile phones. So the mm. answer is, I don't know, because I don't do a day to day. And she's never said anything about it. Mm. Okay. So, Let me ask you that question. Where are you going yeah. with that? Right? So where? Well, I, go. Yeah. We're 10 yeah, minutes well, in. What problem mm -hmm. are you trying to find? Uh, I'm trying to find out if, you know, you're missing this chunk of communication called texting, which I think my previous competitor, SMS Magic, kind of touched on. Ooh, but... you got competitors going at it now. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So here's yeah. the deal. Here's yeah. the deal. If, if I'm flip it, flip it, right? So right. Trying to be, if I'm missing out on text, mm -hmm. what's the downstream impact of that? Uh, the downstream impact is, you know, opportunity costs and those leads that you're not connecting with or not generating. How, how would those two things you just described mm -hmm. manifest themselves inside a sales organization? See, that's the problem with you. If your sales team is so packed with leads already, generating more leads isn't going to solve any problems. It's just going to give you more problems because you have too many leads that they can't get to, which would have brought me to my second problem which is, you know, how do we use texting to automate the follow-up and get you connected with more on a shorter cycle? Get, ah, okay. So that's going to be your next one. What business, okay, what business problem do you want to find right now? Uh, I want to find, which I, I kind of already know you have this problem, is I want to find out that, hey, it's taking you a long time to connect with people. Okay, go then go there. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I, I just... <laughs> I've been obsessed with, you know, your company over the last few weeks. So, <laughs> you know, I'm trying not to assume a lot of things, but I, I know, but you can ask a question directly, yeah. right? So you have yeah, an yeah. I say, everybody, listen, lesson one, everybody let, listen, one of the best things is assume like assuming is awesome. I love assuming. Mm -hmm. I assume all the time. As a matter of fact, it's probably my superpower. I assume and I'm right most of the time. The difference is I don't operate from the assumption. I've learned to ask questions to determine and validate if that assumption is real rather than trying to self-diagnose, which you just tried doing a second or ask me to self-diagnose. Don't ask me to self-diagnose, right? Take the assumption, ask questions to see if your assumption is correct and then get me there.
Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, tell me about your sales process. Uh, you know, how long does it normally take for you to connect with a given lead coming okay. in? Great question. I don't know how long it takes to connect with a given lead. I'd, I'd have to ask Rachel on that. But what I can say is that I do know this date, all you suckers giving me shit for not knowing my business, um, <laughs> that it takes 45 days for to close a deal are win deals. So mm -hmm. our average time to close in general is 56 days. Our average time to close for win deals is 44. Our average time to close for closed deals is 68. Now, maybe up a number or two. Someone's going to do the math and say, no, you're off. But it's generally within a day or two of that. 44 for wins, 66 for deals we lose, 58, 57, somewhere in there for our, our average time to close. But I can't tell you how long it takes to get in touch with someone, but it can't be that long. Sure, sure. Um, right? and, and, and I know you use... Uh, sequences you use auto drip, you know, emails to nurture stuff like that. You know, how many touch points do you have currently? So we have outreach, right? Outreach, so outreach to do the drip campaign. Shout mm -hmm. out to outreach. Um, then obviously we have LinkedIn. So Rachel uses that a lot. Um, we have when you say touch points, which touch points? So we have typical phone, like, email, mm -hmm. phone, email, right? That yeah. goes out. They submit a form. You, you email them. You call them leave a voicemail, stuff like that. Yep. And so you have no texting going on in any of that process. Say that again. You have no, no text point. No texting. Any, any reason for that? Hey, Rachel, she's paying attention. Rachel, do you ever get people's mobile numbers? And is there a reason we're not texting in the sales cycle? And we'll see what she says. I, I'm, dude, I'm going to guess it's because she just doesn't have access to their mobile numbers. Okay, that's a, that's a good point that you make. And I did get it on your website, and I did try, you know, some of your content downloads, some of my information. I saw the drip emails come in, which is great, but you know, there's small things that you could change there where you could easily just capture their phone number. You know, hey, submit your phone number, or you know, like we're all live right now. Hey, you want to receive future alerts about when I go on Gapsell Keenan? Text in Keenan, and then when they text in, you got their mobile number because they texted you. You also have their opt-in. You have collected everything from them. That you need. So is that why Gary's doing it? Because he does that and he gets everybody's phone numbers? Uh, Gary, is that... Gary Vaynerchuk, that... he's on a, he's last three or four or five months, he's been on a text frenzy. He says, text me, text me, text me. And everywhere he goes, he's got this number. People can text me. He says, I'll talk to you if you text mm -hmm. me there. Exactly. Um, but I couldn't figure that out. So is this whole point he wants everybody's mobile numbers now? Yeah, that's, that's the way people are getting mobile numbers is, you know, you have them text engage you. It takes care of all the, you know, nitty gritty and the dirty work of, you know, it's a little more passive, right? You're not asking them for their number necessarily, which yep. you, you should still do. You know, when you go on your website, the pop up comes down, you know, you want to learn some sales, you know, hacks, tips, put your email in. You could do you could do the same thing with phone numbers, right? Yeah. So Rachel just said she does some texting, but the lack of mobile numbers is an issue. So what you're mm -hmm. saying is, you know, how to you, you have, does your company help? People get those mobile numbers or do you only help with the texting once you get them? We help you strategize on getting those numbers. We don't actually get those numbers for you because that would be illegal. I can't go get a list, sell it to you. That's completely illegal. But, well, that's what I meant, though. You help right. us figure out how to get them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We look at your website. We look at we, we provide some consulting on that side of, hey, you know, you have these things going for you. Why don't we add these opt in steps? Why don't we add these number capture steps? You know, same thing with like your pick. You want to get your pick, you put in the information. Why don't you say, hey, you want the pick? Text this number and it'll send it to your phone, right? They text in the number 
they get the pick automatically sent to their phone. Uh, similar to what you already have, actually, you email the pick to me when I submit my information. You could have an option, hey, send it to my phone, insert your mobile number, right? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Give me more information on, on, on why are people more responsive on mobile phones talking about that? Yeah, let me tell you some stats. So, you know, on a daily basis, I believe uh, I looked these numbers up last night and this, they're from 2011, about 200 million emails go out a day. So if you do the math, that's something like seven quadrillion, whatever comes after trillion, um, seven tri- quadrillion mess- emails go out. And there's only about 20 percent open rate on emails in a uh, day. Well, in a year, 20 quadrillion oh. in a year. Oh. In a day, it's about 200 million. Okay. Um, texting, it's it's high. We get, we get about five to six tri- uh, trillion texts uh, across the U.S. But on that note, we get about 90 to 95 percent open rates. And so it's really, you know, do you want to submit your stuff to go into, you know, the mass stream where they're having to sift through their daily 100, 150 emails? Or yeah, would you rather okay, send them a text? So- all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry to pitch. So I, I don't want. No, to I don't mind the pitch. <laughs> no, I don't mind the pitch. What what the problem here was, and everybody mm-hmm. listening, don't do this. Okay, don't take a piece of data, and whether, especially if it's not yours, and then build a narrative, and then sort of toss out something with the, where the buyer supposed to glob onto some outcome. So to the point where you said, okay, X, you know, quadrillion. You know, emails go out and only X trillion texts go out. So therefore, people are going to respond more to your text. That's out of context because mm-hmm. I don't go to my text regularly looking to do business. So even mm-hmm. if I get a text, I may see it and, re- and respond like, leave me the fuck alone or why are you texting this to me? But I'm not necessarily in a, in a business mindset that says I'm going to be working from a text. So please send me this text. I want to work from my text. So I'm I not pooing the idea that this may be something interesting, but don't mm-hmm. like don't bring me something. I mean, that's like a Facebook, you know, that's like a Facebook yeah. post. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's too much yeah. more, more too much yeah. more involved there than trying yeah. to drop that petty shit on me and think, oh yeah, well, I better buy this now because there's more people, so it'll be better this way. Like, no, 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 you can right, be better. Right, 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 right. I, I the point I wanted to make was you're gonna get a lot more people opening your text, but you do make a good point where a lot of these people might not want to receive the text, which is why how you get their information and how you get them into your system, that's the key here. Because the last thing you want to do is get their phone number, send them a text that they never wanted, and you know now you've burnt a relationship that you could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, know, you might not be the type of person that goes to your phone and text for business, but there are a group and a certain population out there, much like how your emails are effective, much like how your social media is effective, there's a group out there that text is ex- extremely effective, right? When you send them a the text, they're going to see it. They use text for business. You know, real estate agents are like this. Um, all sorts of, you know, financial advisors are like this because communication is what, what we're all about here. Okay. Hey, so- everybody listening, everybody listening here, particularly sales leaders, sales VPs, sales managers, sales enablers, anybody in a buying situation, do you connect? Do you do business? Let me rephrase this. Do you do selling business, i.e. buy, evaluate, engage with a potential salesperson or someone trying to sell you something through text? If yes, say yes. And if no, say no. And also, if yes, do you want, if no, would you would you do business that way? I guess what I'm saying. So let me know what everybody thinks. Um, so, you know what? Here's the deal. Like, I, I think, like anything else, there is value mm-hmm. in 
diversifying your communication platform, the medium at which you engage with people, right? What I'm struggling with right now is to find the value, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let me phrase it. I'm struggling to quantify the value. Yes. Right? So I think there may be, but to what extent do I want to make this investment, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so you got to help me figure out how to define or quantify this. Yeah, I think the way I would do that is I'd look at how many leads you're generating on your other channels, and we can kind of guesstimate based on that range that you get from your social media generation to your email generation, right? That we could potentially get a, there would be one third, one third, and there would be this new 30 to 33% that you could get by now activating texting and allowing people to text you. Okay. Hey, Rachel, pay attention. Send me a, a, a thing here. How many, or send me an email. I don't care. Send me something. Text me directly. How many, e, uh, uh, what's the question? How many leads do we get in a week or a month? Text me that, Rachel. So I'll find out and I'll give that number to you. Right. Um, okay. So it really comes down. So let's, let's play. Play with a fake number. Play with a fake yeah. number. Yeah. So, um, you know. Underneath a week. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the math is simple, right? For your current system, you have X amount of leads generated. Let's just say that's 100,000 leads. 100,000 leads, it goes through your sales funnel, sales guys. You know, let's say you connect with about 30 to 40%. So 30,000 leads in a given year, you're making X amount of money, right? And so along that process of first step lead generation, you know, let's say I could increase with texting 20% more leads. You go from 100 to 120% leads and your funnel would bulwark from that downstream. On top of that, during the sales process, if we add texting and let's say we connect with another 20% more than what you're already connecting with, that's another 20% multiplier hitting you during the sales funnel, right? Salespeople connecting with more people, salespeople um, you know, shortening their cycle, Right now, you say you do about 45 days. If texting were to cut out even two, three days of connecting with someone, right? Right when they submit a form, you text them. They say, hey, let's schedule an appointment, right? You've already cut yourself down a few days from that. And so, you know, I know once you get on the, them on the discovery, you find out, is this a qualified opportunity or not? Because you find out, hey, do you have a problem? Do you not have a problem? And I don't think you have a problem with following up with those leads because once they know their problem, they see in their face, it's, a, it's hard to lose contact after that point. So I'm not worried about that part of your sales process. It sounds pretty solid. All right. Uh, but that beginning so, part. I am, see, thank you, Rachel. Okay, my young brother. And everybody paying attention. This is why understanding how, you, how your, your buyers work helps you sell more shit. So I'm sitting here just like I did with the cat the other day. And who I actually sold it for him with the, uh, I don't know if you saw that one, but the um, survey thing. He wanted me to survey people and, and uh, he did a crappy job and I loved him. And I said, you know what? I might be able to use this for my online. Remember? Remember that? Yeah. If you saw yeah, that one? Yeah. And I had to sell myself. Like I started processing everything he was doing. I'm like, ooh, we don't get this. This I might, I might need this in the future. But he didn't get like he didn't give me. I got myself there. So <laughs> Rachel just did that. So I'm gonna give you some because remember, the pick is most important. What problem are you trying to find? So Rachel just told me that we get about two or three forms a, a week. That's the, the lead forms that say we want to buy, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she says we get anywhere from seven to ten um, like downloads that 
it's called power plus pain. I won't bore you with it, but we built this. Okay. It's actually one of the things that does work pretty good. If someone mm-hmm. visits the site so many times, downloads so many things, like certain amount of activity that we say, hmm, their actions are suggesting that they might be interested. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like a lead score. Yeah, right. okay, I'll go with that. Yeah. What she turned around and said was, they're the hardest to connect with. Mm. Ah, see my brother? So had you said, hey, are you getting leads from people? <laughs> Right, where they're demonstrating an interest, but right. you can never get a hold of them. They don't right. respond to your email. They're looking around. They're suggesting that they want to buy, but you can never get in touch with them. Right. Now you got my attention. <laughs> there we I'm, go. I, I'm failing there. Like I'm spending time and money getting these people engaged. They're doing all this stuff. I'm getting the email, but they don't respond right. to the email. Right. It's a black hole for you. Yes. So if you give me say it's a black hole, they're not responding to email. I'm not getting the return on these people that I believe are valued by because losing money. You're like, what if you could text them? Right. Or right? put a text trap somewhere there so that they yes. have to give you the cell phone for that next yes. piece of Keenan gold, you know? Yeah. So this, this <laughs> is why it's important to understand the problem first. You were right. doing a lot of process questions. I love process questions. You did a decent mm. job. I mean, your, your tone and t- your tonality was good. Your timing was good. Like, all this stuff was pretty good. But I, you just, I didn't feel like you really knew what powerful uh, problem you were trying to solve once you knew that I was getting lots of leads, right? So, yeah. so once you could figure out, uh, once you could figure out that I might not be getting enough because email is a black hole, right? In that you could then get me to think maybe I can get more through texting and get them faster. Exactly. Now I can quantify my way back up to, hey, this might be worth it. Yes. Right. So, yes. so I don't. You haven't talked about your business, which is great, which is fine. But tell me if I'm getting this right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that really what you offer? An alternative to email black holes? Exactly. That's what we offer here. Okay. Then why didn't you go there right away? <laughs> I was trying to unravel it with some finesse, but I think I, I might have been a little bit too roundabout with it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets too fancy. You're too tricky. Like, I mean, I think your first questions were good. Like, how many leads you get? I couldn't answer it. But you, right. you're, like, you're like, okay. But eventually you really want to just ask the question. Right. Talk to me about the emails. How about this? Okay. I love this part of my job. All right. Listen up, my man, Joshua. <laughs> eventually yeah. you should have got to a place where you're asking me how many outreaches does my team have to take via email on those MQLs and even some of those SQLs before people even get back to us? Question number one. Question number two you should have asked. How often have you ever lost an SQL? Someone said, hey, we're interested in doing training, gave you their information, and then never got back to you. How often does that, how often does that happen? Right. Right? Do they, and, and do they just not respond to email? Mm. Well, do you, texting could solve that. Yes. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 the, like, that's like, you know, 90 miles an hour, you know, down the black diamond kind of. Kind of round I'm still on the bunny slopes here. But yeah. yeah. Yes. But like in a lot of ways, it's funny. Good good metaphor. But it, if you really think about it, what's cool is it's really not that hard. It's actually, in my yeah. opinion, it's a lot easier, right? Yeah. I, I think that although um, your business problems were good, I think they might be a little too high level, right? right? And yeah. or you're going to understand what business problems create those business problems, the ones you solve, right? Yeah. So you solve the problem of people not res- 
not responding to email. Can you, is that, would that be fair? That's part of it. Yes. Okay. That's the, that's the, that's the first layer of the onion. Okay. What's another one you solve? The next level of the onion is, you know, for a, for a team, for your team, that's a little bit smaller. We, we provide a lot of automation. So automation is a powerful tool for small businesses. You know, there's a lot you could do more with less people if you're letting, you know, software take okay, care. Okay, what of type of automation? What are you automating? Text engagement. So we have one of the uh, most robust text engagement bots. Some people call it a, a simple AI, but okay, so basically people text solve? in. So what problem do you uh, solve? I have to send a lot of messages to people at one time? Well, that's that's just blasting. It solves that, you know, if you send a lot of loud messages, you run into the problem downstream of what happens if 30% of that thousand people respond. You only have six people on your team. Now, you know, Rachel is sitting there doing texts all day and she can't get away from doing that to do other things or you lose connections. Right. And so text automation, it handles the back and forth. You pre designate these routes that they could take. They text back. Oh, I'm interested. Great. If you're interested, do these steps. And this is all done automatically without Rachel having to touch the keyboard or her phone. Okay. So, so that would be, a, that would solve a problem of, of a much larger, more robust texting strategy. Right. Right. So, and, okay. And, so, yeah. Lack okay, of, which I'm not question. struggling with right now. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. What are, are there any other problems that you guys solved that I might have? Um, I mean, I think one thing would be, you know, you guys, you don't seem to have the technical know-how or the industry knowledge on how to break into texting. So we kind of touched on that with the, you know, how do you capture opt-ins? How do you capture phone numbers? Okay. But so yeah, that would be a technical that, problem, right? Yeah. Do you remember the difference? What's the difference between a technical problem and business problem? A technical problem is, uh, like, you know, something that people need in certain terms of to do, right? They need certain module, they need a certain add-on, they need a certain this. It's a very technical thing. <laughs> That's All right. a technical so problem. A technical yeah. problem. Technical problem is a problem with a process or a tool. Processor, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right, a processor or a tool. So exactly. if we don't have the know-how, right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to execute a tech strategy, that's a technical problem. We lack the process to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The business problem is our emails are being ignored. Yes. And therefore, we're losing leads. Yes. That's a business problem. Would you agree with that? Yep. So when I say, is there another problem and you start describing that, you're really just describing the technical problem to the business problem we already uncovered. Yes. Yep. Makes sense? And technical mm -hmm. problems are the root cause. So when you do a pick, the pr business problem, the impact, the root cause, the root cause is always the technical problem. Always the technical right. problem. Right? Okay. Because that's what you actually fix to eradicate the business problem. Yes. Okay. Make sense? Yep. Yep. All right. So I think what a lot of people struggle with, and, and Joshua, you actually have done a better job than most. So I give you props. But what a lot of people struggle with is they struggle with really understanding what business problems they solve. Mm -hmm. And then they have a hard time of building an approach or method to get there as quickly as possible. Right? Getting to that business problem as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Shortest so, route. Shortest route. Shortest okay. route. Because clients don't look, the minute you start. Here's the cool part. The minute you get the buyer to, to admit or say they have the business problem, then they'll spend all the time in the world with you trying to diagnose it, measure it, and then talk about fixing it. So spend the time back there, right? Okay. I mean, I'll go, it's, it's like, the, do you remember the marriage question thing I said? Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. It's like the marriage question. I'm not going to ask if you're happily married. I'm mm-hmm. going to ask when's the last time you did whoopee, right? I'm going to ask when's the last time you called each other a name? When's the last time you slept on the couch? The minute you <laughs> tell me you slept on the couch three days ago, I'm going down that road. How often <laughs> does that happen? What happened to cause that fight? Is it the right. same fights that put you there? That, if I'm a marriage therapist or someone who fits that, that person's going to talk to me for hours about that because they're going to start to realize this is going to make it stop. Got it. Does that make sense? It makes a lot, a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you spend all this time, do you love your wife? When did you get married? And did you, <laughs> did you go on honeymoon? And how do you feel about her? That doesn't get like, it doesn't get us to where we're trying to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's never going to tell you, I love my wife, she's awesome, but he's never going to tell you, but, but two days ago, I slept on the goddamn couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walking into this, I was like, I'm not going to ask any marriage questions, which I hope I did it. But <laughs> You asked a couple self-diagnosis, but no, yeah. I don't think you did. You did pretty good. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, now that's two of you are trying to get me to text. So I uh, set up a meeting, call uh, everybody. Look, see, he got himself another... 30 minutes or whatever. So it's good. Um, set up a meeting with Danielle. Ask and make sure this is critical. Make sure you tell her Rachel needs to be on the call as well. Okay. okay? And then um, we can dig in deeper and come prepared to help with some more questions, but help us understand what we're talking about and how we might be able to use this. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And to solve, I think at least number one, to solve the problem of, uh, the the mqls not getting back to us and or if there are sqls it takes too long to get in touch with those are two problems i'm willing to solve excellent all right okay I'll be did everybody hear that time. like i'm ready to talk because there are two problems i don't want to live with right now i don't want rachel wasting time getting sqls to call her back or to respond to an email i don't like that so if i can shorten that i'll pay for it and i get all these mqls coming in was stacked in there i'll pay to get in touch with those mqls faster to qualify them out or to get them into sqls faster I'll pay for both of those if, it, if I believe it'll work. So find a problem that people don't want to freaking live with. They'll pay to fix it. Cap selling in a nutshell. Boom. Great job, Joshua. <laughs> Thank Good you. Good job, baby. All right. All right. Was All this right. helpful? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun, too. Good, good, good. You got a good attitude. Did you learn anything? Uh, yes, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Dope. All right, everybody. Thank you. The 195 people that are watching this right now. I can't thank you enough. Look, share this. Share this. Let's get more people watching this because here's the deal. It's time we change the way we sell. I saw some people drop some old school selling methods in here and talking about those. Uh-uh. Time to change the way we sell. Let's start helping salespeople help their buyers without manipulation, without psychology, without tr- with tips and tricks and tactics but actually by diagnosing a problem that that buyer wants to fix and resolve. So if you want to gap sell me, if you have a product or service that you think that I have a problem it can fix and it needs to be fixed, DM me, I'll get you on. And if it has a problem, if I have the problem it can fix, I will buy it. I will spend the money. That's a promise. So. Until next time, y'all, thank you very much. And you know what I'm going to say. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Huh? Come on. You know it. Peace. Peace. I'm out. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. All All I hear, go get the money. money.
so I go get it. Get it, get it. Hate means I do something.